Hello and welcome back to the Don't Read Into It podcast. I know, it is about consistent as Ted Cruz's political opinion. Yeah, that's what kind of episode this is going to be. It's uh, it's just going to be like that today. And you know why? Because I can't ask any questions on Instagram without getting a serious answer. So you know what you have forced me to. And by we, uh, you, I mean everyone that has ever asked a question. Because you all suck at asking questions. So, I will ask, answer my own question. I dropped my water bottle. I will answer my own questions today about, and I've looked up, just straight up on the internet, questions to answer during a podcast. And obviously it didn't understand that this wasn't a sports podcast, but, or it was a sports podcast, pardon me. So, we're going to start out with, what is the craziest thing anybody has said to you? And, you know, I had to dig deep in the read files of my brain and go, hmm, what is the dumbest, craziest thing anybody have said to me? And I go, does this person listen to the podcast is the question. Do her friends listen to the podcast? And my answer is, I don't care. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life was somebody told me that, uh, marching band members are more athletic than football players and that um, college marching bands are not as good as high school bands. That's not true. I thought it was ludicrous, but, you know, we simp. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just keep it right there to avoid some trouble. But, um, yeah, that's about it. That is probably the – in my head, and I know that's so ludicrous because I'm sure people, like, hear things that are, like, so stupid and so bad – in the grand scheme of like life and then the worst thing I've ever heard is or dumbest thing I've ever heard is as trivial as that but that is my answer to the question because that is what I think when I think stupid um no no hate though no hate but um the second question here is what is your most fond memory uh I don't know I don't I don't keep track of memories there's a lot of memories that I hold close but um, none that I would, like, care enough about. Well, that sounds bad. I, hmm, I don't know. There's too many to count. So we're just going to skip that one. Um, and all the other questions are just like, like this one, what's your favorite animal? What's your favorite color? Like, that's some elementary grade shit, and this is not what we do on our podcast. So what I'm going to do is ignore it. And if you're listening from Apple Podcasts, welcome. I figured out how to do it finally. It took me two and a half months, but I finally have the podcast on Apple Podcasts. This is sponsored by my wa- excuse me. This episode is sponsored by the water bottle to my right for keeping me hydrated and making me sound great in the entire episode and soothing the vocal cords in which I have that are strained every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from KNTU. And just to get right into this one, I actually want to talk about my university. Wow, who would have thought that? But yeah, I want to talk about my university. I want to talk about how the UNT Mean Green are a 13 seed in the tournament, which is our best seeding ever, and it's beautiful. You love to see it. The scenes are immaculate. Uh, Javion Hamlet, who had been... (laughs) Shout out to my boy Milo, but Javion Hamlet, who had been subpar the entire time, the entire tournament, really, the entire tournament, or not tournament, um, season, came up big in the CUSA tournament, basically won the game for us against Western Kentucky in the final, 
he he had an off fourth quarter, but that's because the guy didn't sit on the bench the entire tournament. Like he played every single minute of every single game that the UNT played in the CUSA tournament. And let me tell you, that is that is impressive. All love to Javion. I saw him quote tweeting people on Twitter and just going at them and saying, "Where am I now?" and all this stuff. Even quoting you know the organization I'm a part of. NT Daily, one of our writers, one of my homies, but one of my one of the writers in NT Daily, um, said that he needed to step up, and he quote tweeted that and said, "Did I step up?" And everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, yes, you did." At the same time, is um, kind of shitting on the NT Daily, but it's fine. We don't need respect at the NT Daily. We need experience, and that's what we get there. But, anyways, yeah. Um, Mardres McBride with the biggest shot in UNT history, that three to bring it to overtime, and then really Thomas Bell with the the dagger in overtime. And it just, I mean, I jumped up. We were all excited. I had friends that went to the game, and they said that that was the best environment they'd ever been, and it was great. And I wish I could have been a part of it in Frisco. But, yeah, I had stuff to do in Fort Worth, and so I was at Fort Worth for it, and I don't think I could have gotten a ticket for it anyways, but yeah, congrats to the team, congrats to Javion Hamlet, congrats to Coach Grant McCaslin, I mean, look at how he's turned around this program, uh, four years ago, us making the tournament was not even a an iota in anybody's mind, and um, this year it's true. And we're going to face off against Purdue, who has a good pair of guards, but we also have a good pair of guards. I think that a lot of people and a lot of analysts are saying that if you were a six seed, you did not want to draw UNT. And I think that rings true for Purdue. I think we can, we won't get blown out, is what I'm saying. Like, UNT won't get blown out. We'll have a couple of good outings there, and uh, we'll have, you know. I, I do believe that we'll have a couple of games. I don't think that we will be eliminated in the round of 64. I think we beat Purdue. UNT's just one of those teams, man. You, they're one of those upset teams. I wouldn't compare them to, like, Loyola Chicago. We lost to them earlier this season. But I wouldn't compare UNT to, like, Loyola Chicago's run the other a year ago or two years ago now. Jeez, it's been two years since March Madness. But, yeah, I, I do think that the team is talented and can pull off an upset, and that upset will be Purdue and then – my prediction is I lost to Villanova. In saying that, I actually want to transition to the next part of the show, which is me talking about my bracket. And let me pull it up real quick. I'm just going to lean back here and get it. Ugh. All right. So my bracket for this year. And listen, it's not going to be fantastic. I don't think any of you are going to agree with it. But... I'm just going to name it off. Round of 32, Gonzaga, Mizzou, Creighton, Virginia, USC, Kansas, VCU, Iowa, Michigan, LSU, Colorado, Florida State, BYU, Texas, Maryland, and Iona. And you probably noticed two big upsets here, which is number 15 seed Iona beating Alabama, which Alabama is supposed to be in the Final Four. That's what I think Billis is saying that. I think a lot of CBS guys are saying that. And then I picked... VCU to be Oregon, 10 seed over to 7 seed. That's less of a like a big upset, but it's still something. And that's the left side of my bracket. The right side is Baylor, North Carolina, Villanova, North Texas, Texas Tech, Arkansas, Florida, Ohio State, Illinois, Loyola, Chicago, Tennessee, Oklahoma State, Syracuse, West Virginia, Clemson, and Houston. 
there's only one upset here, which is North Texas. And, yeah, I just – I can't see North Texas losing. I mean, my ambition will probably be the end of me here, but I I can't see the the mean green going down first round. I think we're just too solid for that. And for the Sweet 16, rounding it out, I have USC upsetting Kansas, Gonzaga, Virginia. VCU advances and passes Iowa, which is another big upset. I'm high on VCU. I don't really know why. Um, Michigan, Florida State, Texas, Maryland, and that is the left side. And on the right side, I have Baylor, Villanova, Texas Tech, Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Houston. Um, you may have noticed Oklahoma State beating Tennessee. I If Oklahoma State gets past Liberty, they have a pretty easy – no, I wouldn't say easy, but not as bad as an opponent is, say, if Loyola, Chicago beats, beats um, Georgia Tech, which I said they would, then – they will face off against one seed Illinois, who I have them beating, which is ambitious at best. But yeah, I have Oklahoma State going pretty far. They're in my final four, in fact. And I'm just going to skip the rest of them. And we're going to go straight to my final four, which is Gonzaga, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and Michigan. I think Juwan brings Michigan to the final four and the championship winning it against Ohio State. I think Oklahoma State is kind of like Texas Tech. They make it to the big show and just. Do not win. Heartbreaking. A whole state of Texas going for them and gets their heart broken. But, yeah, I think Oklahoma State makes it there. I'm very impressed by by the team. And, you know, Cade Cunningham is an NBA player. Like, he's going to probably be the first overall pick. And I think if you have Cade Cunningham on your team, you got a good chance to make the Final Four. And I do think Oklahoma State is going to do that. But fall short to Ohio State, and then the championship will be a one-seed Michigan versus a two-seed in Ohio State, which Michigan will take the title. And that's just my March Madness predictions. Honestly, I don't care if my bracket gets busted. I don't care if it looks stupid or is super incorrect. I'm just glad to be filling out a bracket again. I mean, I filled out four brackets, three digital, one physical, and it's just nice because when that was my least favorite part of the COVID break, when March Madness got canceled, because it's a whole big thing with my friends. It's a whole big thing with my family. It's just one of those things that you're just really wanting to do, especially if you're a sports fan like I am. It's just one of those things that you look forward to annually. And when it was canceled, it just ripped my heart out, man. And it was very upsetting. But in 2021, they figured it out. They're going to have an Indianapolis bubble. We're able to have a complete season. And, you know, that's exciting. I'm very happy about it, and I only have one big concern, which is I'm afraid that they're going to, you know, have people drop out due to COVID tests, and that's not impossible, but I just hope that every college that is involved in March Madness just please mask up, glove up, antibacterial up. Please don't screw this up. I don't want to have to, like, change my bracket due to a team being eliminated due to covid and i would hate that for the kids too so or not not the kids they're the same age as me for the guys too like any player competing even i'm even willing to say that if oklahoma can't win out via via covid i'm having a stroke apparently um if oklahoma went out via covid i would be upset i would be oh man they didn't deserve that and you know it is well well spoken on this podcast how much I hate Oklahoma, and really anything to do with the state of Oklahoma. But, yeah, that's how much this tournament means. And I really am excited for the games to start on Thursday. I think it's Thursday, right? Thursday's the 18th. 
Yeah, Thursday's the 18th. Yeah, I was correct. So, or does it start the 19th? I'm bra grabbing my physical bracket. 19th, Friday. Okay, so the first round is Friday and Saturday. And, uh, ooh, excuse me. And I think the first four, whatever, the tournament, yeah, the, the first four is on Thursday, so. Something was on Thursday. I wasn't just capping, but the, the big tournament starts 18th and 19th, so. That'll be fun. There's a writer from NT Daily going there to uh, cover the team, which is pretty cool. I don't think we've ever had, like, an out-of-state reporter. Maybe. For the bowl game, the New Mexico Bowl a couple years ago, maybe we did. I don't know. I don't remember. But I wasn't there. I was a junior in high school. But, yeah. And that brings me on to my next topic. And I just kind of want to talk about this because it's a fun story to share and it's a fun story to put on um, – a podcast, honestly. Like, it's something you can talk about. So this is my first semester of senior year of high school, and people are always going to say, oh, Reed, you talk about this way too much. And I'm like, you know, screw it. I, I'm going to talk about it anyways. I mean, I, there's no legal thing holding me back. And people that listen to the podcast may or may not have ever heard it, and I want them to hear it. But, yeah, here it goes. So I'm a senior in high school. This is my first semester and I want to write a, an ambitious story that's basically saying, like, why do kids quit sports? Like, why do certain kids stop playing sports? And so I talked about it. And I wrote an editorial, and I interviewed people, and they gave me their honest reasons of why they quit their sports. There was a soccer player, a girl soccer player, who quit because the coach at the time, he has been relieved of his duties. Um, the coach at the time was, he, she felt like he was being unfair. And I'm not going to name any names or say anything that could be considered slander or anything. I'm just going to say, uh, th this particular girl felt like her chances of being on varsity and I, there were a lot of players that said this that had made varsity and had not made varsity. She feels like they were unfair and that you had to pay select soccer money to make soccer or you or varsity, and you wouldn't even be considered for varsity if you played rec. It didn't matter how good of a player you were. It only mattered if you played on that select club team. And... So I I did not show any opinion. I did not show my opinion. I just quoted the girl, and that is what she said. She said she felt like it was ridiculous and that, that a lot of people said it was unfair. And I'm not at liberty to say if she was incorrect or not. I think by my tone, not, I'm, blinking, I'm blinking it twice with a... Um, with, uh, my eyes. I'm like that Vietnam veteran that was uh, blinking torture, except that you can't see me. Just know that I'm blinking, blinking something in Morse code. If you catch what I mean, I am not at liberty to say if they were, if he was unfair or not, and was only considering kids that played club on varsity. I can't say that for sure or not. Morse code. Um, but I wrote about it, and a lot of girls had said that that was the case, and. It went through editors. It went through my teacher or my advisor. I don't know. I don't know what he likes being called. If he, I think he listens to this. Shout out to you, man. But um, 
my advisor in high school went through him and we all were like, yeah, cool. This is going to be a great story. It, and it wasn't, it wasn't just that. Like the story was not just like, we hate the coaching staff. They're unfair. There were two players, one girl that played softball, one girl that played soccer that had said, yeah, I think it was the coaching staff being biased. And let's be real. That is completely true. In any organization, not just sports, but especially sports, there are favorites. And, you know, that's just a part of being on a team. They're, they're going to be favorites of the coach. But I think that reaches a breaking point when the coach is picking people based on, you know, kind of financial status, if, if you will. Because club soccer is not cheap to play. So if you are, you know, if your family does not have the greatest amount of money, or not even the greatest amount of money. Maybe they just, you know, don't have enough money to throw $4,000 at a game. Like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you're playing rec, there's nothing wrong with playing rec, first of all. But, you know, I think that shows a financial bias towards those girls that can't play and or pay for to play a higher version of soccer. But that didn't, shouldn't affect if they make a team or not. What should affect them is who they are as a person and how who they are as a player. And according to those girls, Morse code, they shouldn't, they, that was not the case. It was all bias and, and if they played on club, you know, so I published the story. I have the quotes in there. Maybe, maybe the next day I, I um, am messaged or, or no, I'm not messaged. Do you know what happens? I'm, I'm in creative writing and. You know, creative writing was a fun class. I had fun in it. There was this one freaking teacher in creative writing. She didn't like me because I was a senior and her class was a blow-off class. Like, let's be completely real with that. Like, I only I took her class because I need I wanted an extra English credit. Like, screw it. Like, whatever. I can need an extra English credit going into college. That'd be fun. So I took creative writing. Hated it. It was advanced creative writing because I already had taken creative writing. I took advanced creative writing. I go in there, and let me tell you, it sucked so bad, so, so bad. I hated that class because I'm not, I'm good at writing. Like, I'm not, I mean, all humble, all humble, but I'm good at writing. Like, I can, I can write well. What I cannot write well is, like, fictional stuff, like Pixies and Rainbows and, well, I don't know about that, like, just like Hunger Games, like novel, like novels. I cannot write a novel. I cannot be creative. I can tell you about a sport or write an opinion piece all day of the week. I can write a recap for softball every day of the week in 40 minutes. You know, <laughs> if my editor is listening to this, um, don't listen to this part. Um, <laughs> I promise you, I promise you I have a valid reason for it not taking three hours to write a recap, you know, man. There's, there's a lot of moving. You know that. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> the point is, is I cannot write creatively, but it's a class that you can, you know, blow off. You can be like, oh, yes, the pixies in the field were flying around. Or not, like, not, or like, yes, in the dystopian future, one basketball star named Jeffrey Japopis is the best player in the world until a nuke hits and he grabs the nuke and dunks it on the moon just dumb shit like that and the teacher would be like oh that is beautiful oh such creative expression and that's the way that class was and so the last person i expect anybody so to insult anything i do especially especially a news story 
is this creative writing teacher. And I, like I said, she did not like me because I, she knew it was a blow off class. I knew it was a blow off class. She knew I was a senior. I left right after her class every day of the week. And so I'm sitting at my chair in her class and she comes up to me and puts her arm around me and I don't listen, 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 unless it's my girlfriend or I don't have a girlfriend right, technically, but I don't really have a girl right now. But if I, it's a girl that I'm with or my mother, I do not like when people put their hands on me or like hug me. I don't like that. I, I just don't like it, if, especially as a teacher. It's awkward. I don't like it. And so she comes behind me and she puts her arm around my shoulder. And so immediately I'm like, Ew, get off me, woman. And she, oh, no sexism, no sexism. Just get off me. I don't want the teacher on me. Y'all, y'all get the point. Get off, get off me. Like, she puts her arm around me and she goes, I'm not going to impersonate her voice so she doesn't know who she is. I mean, she, she wouldn't listen to this. Even if she saw it, she wouldn't listen to me. She'd be like, that damn Reed making a podcast. I hate that kid. Even if, you know, I was cool with her, I wouldn't like this. She puts her arm around me and says, Reed, what you published was wrong. And I'm like, which one? What you got published? Because I hadn't, I turned it, I turned it in. Like I turned my assignment in or my, or not my essay, my story in. So I, I didn't know if it was published yet the next day. And she goes, your story is incorrect. And I said, which one? She goes, why do kids quit sports? And I go, Miss Cummel. Or, whoops, whoops, editing, editing, editing. <laughs> I, go, I go, creative writing teacher. How are you at liberty to tell me this? And she goes, it's wrong. And her, the assistant soccer coach, who was um, an English teacher, she, she comes up to me and she goes, or she didn't. She didn't come up to me. Pardon me, Miss Cummel, or yeah, whatever. Her name's Miss Cummel. She, she tells me she goes, "Hey, hey, Reed. She's my friend, and it was wrong, and you can't make baseless claims." And I'm like, literally, multiple people I got quotes from. These are not baseless claims. And then I'm like, I don't get why you're, like, talking all this mess to me. And then she goes, that is not real journalism. I said, oh, what? That is journalism. That is the definition of journalism. And immediately in my head, I didn't say this, but I'm like, you're a damn idiot. If you, Who the heck are you to tell me what journalism is? And my teacher, he said, or my advisor, he said, yeah, it's a good story. I don't want to take it down. But they kind of forced him to take it down because it was... Let's be real, like if you're a high school journalism advisor and your kids write editorials, you're going to get complaints and the best thing to do is just, you know, delete them to, you know, have the least problematic solution. And that's what he did. And the story, I own the story, I found it, I kept it on my computer, so I have it. And, you know, I've thought about publishing it, but I don't want to deal with like some slander case. I mean, the dude isn't even employed anymore, so it doesn't really matter, but... Um, still, I don't want to deal with that. So I'll talk about it on podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I will talk about it on podcast. Um, so she tells me this and I'm, I, my friends around me tell me that I look red and I'm like shaking. I, I doubt that. I don't get red unless I'm embarrassed, but I was not embarrassed. I was pissed. And so she tells me that I'm like, the story was not incorrect. She goes, well, I know her very well, and I know she's not like that. And I'm like, 
Do, okay, but did you play on her team, lady? Like, did you play on the soccer team? Were, were you cut or were you kept off of varsity because of... Yeah, you don't know that. The players gave me the quotes and I was the messenger. You know, this is the definition of don't shoot the messenger. And guess what, man? The messenger was shot. He was shanked. He was punched in the face and he was kicked in the nose, man. Because the next two days were a living hell for me. And this was right before Christmas break, too. So that makes it worse. And so I, I'm i fuming. And I text my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, listen here. This And just angry. She's like, oh, damn, that's crazy. I don't care. But um, what's it called? I, I'm just fuming at this. And so I talked to my advisor and he's like, you know, I'm going to have a meeting with them tomorrow and I'll let you know how it goes. And I'm like, that's completely cool. Thanks. And so he tells me how it goes. Apparently, the head coach of soccer, and I'm not going to tell you where I went to high school, just so you don't know. The head coach of soccer is like yelling in red and getting all pissed about it. And, you know, you know, you, this, um, Morse code, this is not related to anything else. I promise. Morse code, Morse code, Morse code. Usually, you're more defendant if you're not... Door just got knocked on. Usually, you're you're less defendant if you know you're not guilty. If you are guilty, you become very defendant. You start defending what you consider to be your honor. But, you know, that's unrelated to what I'm talking about, Morse code. Um, but, anyways, he yells uh, with that previous you know, Morse-coded back knowledge. He apparently yells at my advisor. He wants me suspended. He wants me fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants the the 18-year... Wait, wait, this was Christmas break of my senior year. He wants the 17-year-old journalist for a school newspaper in high school to be fired. Tell me that isn't one of the, if not the dumbest thing you've ever heard. You know what? Let's throw it all the way back to the beginning of the episode. This is not the, that was not the dumbest thing. The marching band thing was not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Getting suspended or fired, in quotations, from newspaper because you're hurt that your little Morse code secrets got exposed by your former players. You know? I'm not the one that Morse code ruined a bunch of girls' careers and more than likely ended the careers of more than just those two. Those are just the ones I'm talking about. And, you know, there's a new coach there. I hope it's different. I doubt that it is, but I doubt that I, I don't think it is. But anyways, he gets angry and he starts, like, throwing stuff and just, yeah. It was a big deal, but apparently later he got, um... I don't know if I can actually say that, but all I'm going to say is there is a new head coach there and he is no longer employed. That happened my senior year, and that is all I'm at liberty to say. That is all I can say because I don't want anybody to overhear this. But yeah, that that was like my first glimpse of the people won't like what you write because I let me emphasize this. My story kept a tone that was unbiased right? I did not share my opinion of anything in this editorial. 
you know, it's it's almost it's almost biased to call it an editorial. It was not an editorial. It was a story. It was backed by quotes, and I had not said anything. I think the most controversial line I said in that is the girl, because I kept everyone anonymous, because you know if they knew the names, then they would go for them, and I was not about to do that. And I said the, the girl who quit felt as if the coaching staff did not pick her because she did not play club soccer. That is not me saying that. That is me quoting it. And I think it's – and I know I've told this story a million times. I know a lot of my friends listen to this, and I'm sorry that you're having to hear this again. Just skip over it. I'll give you the numbers in the bio to skip over it. But, yeah, um, I just think that was going to be a fun story to tell on the podcast. But, anyways, I did not get fired at 17. I had a whole half semester before COVID broke out of still being the sports editor of my school newspaper in high school. And I had a great time, and I posted more editorials and wrote some more stories, and it was so fun. And actually, that newspaper is where don't read into it the name of the, the you know, the section came from. But it was um, an interesting time, to say the least, I have to say. And it's just hilarious. I mean, just hilarious that not only did my creative writing teacher get on to me for it, it was... The coach, and I kind of indirectly caused that anger in him, which is, sorry about your job, man. But um, anyways, I just think that was a funny story. And oh, 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 and one more thing. I, my advisor thought it would be a good idea if I was going to talk to, you know, the assistant coach face-to-face since the, the one that my creative writing teacher was a good friend. So I emailed her, and I'm like, Ayo, it's a Reed Smith, you dig? <laughs> oh, no, it was perfect. I could probably find the email. You know what? You know, we're going to find the email real quick. I'll find something to talk about while I'm looking this up. But I don't know if I sent it on my school email from high school, which no longer exists, or my, my, um, okay, cool, university wife, I love that, or my personal email, and I hope it was my personal email because I really want to find this email because it was not, it was not bad at all. Like, it was actually pretty nice. Oh, it, I think it was. Oh, yes, sir. Here it goes. I said, good morning, blank, blank. I'm Reed Smith, the author of Why Do Kids Court Sports and the sports editor here at Talon. I have heard your concerns about the story and would like to discuss with the coaches that have come forward to reveal grievances. My purpose was never to stir up trouble. It was just to explain why kids quit these sports. If that got lost in translation, I would love to talk about how it did. And <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm so sorry. I think I think that's hilarious. And she sent back this, like, petty response because I didn't want to send an email. I'm like, these people don't even deserve to hear from me. I don't have to explain myself. I did nothing wrong. And the people in journalism and a lot of people thought I did nothing wrong. And, you know, a lot of people thought I talked about it too much. Whatever. That's cool. I'm talking about it again, so eat this. But, um, yeah. That's about the end of the story. She basically said, I want to sit, I want to sit down with you and talk, is what she said. But um, I never sat down to talk with her because I frankly felt like she did not deserve to hear from me. And she kind of, that's too deep. I'm not going to get into it that. I'm just going to say that I think the whole situation was funny and the fact that somebody, he thought I could get fired and suspended for writing something that was so trivial and so stupid to get pissed about. Obviously, he had some things going on that did not involve my story that probably contributed to him blowing up more easily. That is 
not, you know, my place to judge or say if it's true, but I would assume if you get that angry over a story that a 17-year-old boy wrote, then, yeah. At 19, I, th- I still think it's funny because, you know, as I grew up, I, I kind of thought, hmm, you know, honestly, maybe I was in the wrong. I'm 19, I'm in a college publication, and you know what? We have stories in this college publication that outwardly talks bad about, well, not bad, but tells the truth. Expose stories about athletes, about coaches, about just critical, and it's handling, you know, that kind of stuff. And I like that. I feel at home doing that. And in high school, there were so many times where I felt like our publications, and I know it's different in high school because districts and stuff, I felt like our publication could say something, but we weren't going to because we didn't want to hurt feelings. But our job as journalists, I felt like, was not to, you know, not to care about these people's feelings. It was, you know, to make a story, to make people talk about it. Because let's be real, nobody cares about a high school publication. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a darn. I, I'm i pretty sure that's the only thing that ever got out of hand, and I wrote it. And I was also the one pushing for more, like, pushing of the barrier when it came to high school journalism. And I'm getting texted a lot. Um, oh, boy. Well, anyways, yeah, I just got texted a lot. But... Yeah, that's that's the story time for the week. I just felt like telling that story. I think this is, uh, you know, do you remember that, like, Edward Snowden movie that Benedict Cumberbatch was in? This is information the world needs to know. That's how I feel, man. If you liked that Benny Cumberbatch impression, you know, give me five stars, please, on podcasts. <laughs> but, yeah, I think after that story, I mean, that it was a mouthful I I got out the March Madness. I got out the random questions. Probably real question and answer will be back next week, depending on if I forgive my Instagram followers or not. Probably not. I'm assuming I don't. I think they all suck at asking questions, and I personally don't like them asking questions. But anyways, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you for listening this week. I know it is inconsistent, but if you continually listen, I appreciate that. And I know a few of you got notifications on, and you are the real MVPs if you do that. But... That will be it. Remember to follow the podcast on Twitter at D-R-I-I podcast on Twitter. And then follow my personal Instagram at underscore read 27 underscore. And of course, follow the podcast on Instagram at all lowercase. Don't read into it. There is no spaces between that. And also, and I haven't plugged this enough. Don't read into it is also a blog. Don't read into it.wordpress.com. Read my opinions. They're not good, but you'll enjoy them. But that will be it for this week. Goodbye.